0: Thank you, Cassidy and Nico, for playing our game tonight. We are so glad that you got to enjoy it. And, you know, maybe you, as the audience, got to pick up some
1: new pickup lines for your significant other. So if you have a favorite one or have a one that you would love to share with us, your Christian pickup line, why don't you just put it in the comments down below? But right now, we want to challenge you guys. We want to challenge our students, our leaders, and our special guests to see how well you can preach. So what we are starting tonight is a quick little segment known as One Minute Devotions. See, I'm going to hop on Zoom with a couple of you, and I'm going to give you one minute right off the bat to create a devotion, to encourage our spirits, to encourage our hearts. So our first guest tonight is going to be the most beloved woman in all of Encounter Student Ministries. She is the life of every party and she is the the apple of Encounters eye. And she just happens to drop the crystal all the time. So why don't we welcome our first special guest, Miss Crystal Fitzpatrick. All right Crystal, welcome to Encounter Night Live. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I miss everybody.
1: They miss you. Say hi to all the people, the nations that are joining us tonight.
0: Hey, Encounter Nation. We're glad you're joining us.
1: So what we're doing right now, Crystal, is we are calling you because we know you teach a bomb Sunday school class. And you're always there to interject truth. So what we want to do is we want to have a one-minute devotion. So you got a one-minute devotion? Yes. Okay. All right. Just do it. Just off the cuff. Let the Lord speak
0: okay, so um one of my favorite uh, verses in the Bible is in jeremiah it's in jeremiah twenty nine thirteen and it says and I may be paraphrasing a little bit it says when you um you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart and that verse always speaks to me because um it lets I don't know. When I read it, it just inspires something in me. It, it, I don't know. It just touches me and it makes me know that if I seek him with my whole heart, that he's going to hear me and he's going to answer me. And um, I've read that verse a lot. I like Jeremiah. A lot of times we go to Jeremiah 29 and 11, but the two verses down from that, they're really, especially 13 is my favorite. Um, it's just something about that. Whenever I read it, it just, it speaks to my heart in such a way. Um, and I wish I had it up in front of me. Cause like I said, I was paraphrasing kind of, but um, you know, it is true that when we, when we do seek him with our whole heart, we will find him in our troubles, even in this time right now where we are um, going through uh, this social distances, this pandemic in the world. Um, when we find ourselves, um, You know, not knowing what's going to happen next and and we're kind of doing things different and we're not being able to be with all of our loved ones and stuff. But we have that ability, no matter where we are, what we're going through, we can still um, talk to Jesus because he's always there. And when we do seek him with our whole heart, when we get down on that level with God, that um, we're going to we're going to seek him until we find him, and and we will when we seek him with our whole heart, and and just something about that, just, I don't know, it just really speaks to me, Zach.
1: Oh, I love that, Crystal. Thank you for sharing with us. Oh, you're welcome. You want to just remind the people to respond to our text messages when we text them?
0: Yes, high school girls. I love every one of y'all, and I've been texting y'all, but you know what? Last week, I had some of them come out of the woodwork, Zach, Jared Jordan I'm gonna call you out you never answer but you know what you made me proud last week you did even though it was just an emoji but I'm gonna send y'all another text probably tomorrow so y'all be ready
1: yes we love it yes reply to Crystal she's working hard and diligent to keep you connected
0: <laughs> we try trying, Zach
1: trying. all right Crystal thank you for joining us
0: oh, thank y'all for having me I love all you guys see you uh-huh. soon I hope yeah
1: Thank you, Crystal, for your one-minute devotion. That, that touched our hearts. Yes, we really do wanna seek the Lord with all of our hearts. And thank you, Crystal, for always keeping us in line. Now, our next guest is a little bit of a surprise, but she is no uh, stranger to encounter, and we love having her when she is home, and we love to hear her speak or give a devotion. So, our next special guest is all the way from Cleveland, Tennessee, Ms. Rebecca Wood. Hi Rebecca, welcome to Encounter Night Live. We're so excited to have you.
2: I am so excited to be here. I miss you guys.
1: How are you doing? Give the people the update. Give your people the update.
2: I'm doing good. I am uh, still working, quarantining. Um, living my best life, I guess. So they say.
1: Always, all day, every day.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: we are playing a game tonight called One Minute Devotion. So you have to give about a one minute devotion that is completely co- put in your brain right now. Whatever the spirit's speaking, just whatever. We just want to know what's on your heart this very moment. So are you ready? Sure. <laughs> Are you ready to, you got something in your head?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Okay, are you ready? Yeah.
2: go. Okay, um, so I guess it's up and on the spot. One thing that the Lord has really been speaking to me, um, and it's a common theme in my life, that if you ever hear any of my past devotions or like things that I've spoke about, it's um, about trust. Um, and how it currently applies to my life, is that where I'm at in life is definitely not where I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated college a year and a half ago, and if you told me that this is what I'll be doing right now, I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> and um, definitely just not how my planner went. Uh, definitely thought I'd just be somewhere else in life. And for me, that's disappointing, because I'm a compare, like, and that's just like me being vulnerable, like I'm a comparison person and seeing people that I graduated with and doing big things awesome things and me like also having like similar passions and I'm like man I would love to be doing what they're doing but like I'm stuck here or stuck there and um just having to like reel that mindset back in because it's not healthy for anyone um especially not me and one verse that like comes to my mind um is like the psalms 23 passage where it's like you let me lie down in green pastures by still waters. stuff something and it's like uh although i walk through the valley of the shadow of death you're with me ride south they comfort me and although i don't feel like i'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death but recognizing that he is um comforting me and that he is walking that path ahead of me mm-hmm. and that he is it's his plan over my plan, his will over my will, and that even though my plan doesn't look like everyone else's plan, that my plan is still good, and um, along with that, just uh, another struggle I've had that ties along with trust is dreams and passions that I've had when I was in college, and like things that the Lord's like revealed to me, and me uh, not seeing that happen in my life immediately, and being like, well, are those like legit, like were those legit, I psych myself out like um were those for someone else kind of thing and recognizing and remembering that they are so relevant and that even though they don't look like how I thought they would look like that dreams are still being revealed and passions are still being revealed and that uh my I'm still being used and he is still working in me and that um yeah, that I still have purpose, even though my life looks a lot different than everyone else. And yeah, and that's okay. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Trust me that.
1: that. That it is okay. I think that is a um, difficulty that I think we struggle with sometimes is to feel that that is okay, that it is okay um, to struggle. To, to yeah, it's not,
2: okay to not be okay.
1: Yeah. And it's okay not to have my prime be not be the same time that someone else's prime is I think right that, it's a hard right because we always want our prime to be 100% of the time but it's not always
2: yeah I want my glow up and my <laughs> peak to be all day every day but that's not the truth
1: but. I know you gotta peak it's peak for a reason
2: <laughs> I know and I'm claiming I haven't peaked yet
1: I um, haven't no praise the Lord <laughs>
2: I'm still uphill from here, honey.
1: All right. Well, thank you for joining us. That was a beautiful devotion. That cuts down the time that I need to to speak tonight. So I do appreciate that.
2: Oh, of course. Anytime to be put on the spot.
1: Yes, always. All right. We'll talk to you later. Say bye to the people.
2: Bye, y'all. Hopefully I'll see y'all soon after this COVID-19 goes away.
1: Yes. All right. Well, bye, Rebecca. Bye. Thank you, Rebecca, for teaching us and equipping us and challenging us to continue to trust in the Lord even when it doesn't make sense. You gave us such great insight, and it challenged my heart, and it allowed me to to reflect on my own life. Now, our next guest is a very familiar face. You'll see him on stage. You see him roaming the halls. He lives at the church, and as a matter of fact, he lives across from the church as well. So please welcome John Eric Tripp. All right John Eric, welcome to Encounter Night Live. How are we doing? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing okay? I'm
3: doing good. I'm I took a fat nap today so that was nice. I heard,
1: I heard you took a fat nap. So, <laughs> this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. We are doing one minute devos. One minute devotion. So, do you mm-hmm. got a one minute devotion for us? Just anything you think of whatever pertains to the Lord, but the Lord speaking in this very moment.
3: Okay um hmm dang that's good okay um okay so i feel like something that just came up is on my mom's computer there's (laughs) this thing called love and i feel like love is something we need to through this pandemic, like we just need to stay in connection with love and like to the people that we love and we don't push them away because of the social distancing. Not really, not because I mean, you can be social distance, but you can't be socially diff- distant, you know? Yes. Like you can be six feet apart, but still have a relationship together. And I feel like loving each other is more important than ever. And to really keep that love and maybe even let it grow.
1: Yes. See, that was good. That was good. We need to let the Lord still love us as we love one another. Perfect. Perfect idea of community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us for our one minute devo. Thank you for playing. What do you have to say to the people? What do you have to say to the nations?
3: Um uh pog. That's it. That's it. That's all.
1: Praise the Lord. That's what we'll leave with. All right, John Eric. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you, John Eric, for your devotion. Really, it has challenged us to love more. We need to be loving one another and intentionally seeking out one another in order to continually grow in our relationship with the Lord. That's very good insight, John Eric. Now, our final guest for the evening is a very special guest. Some of you guys will remember him from fall retreat this past year. So please welcome all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee, Garrett Weems. Welcome, Garrett Weens, to Encounter Night Live. How you doing?
4: Good, bro. I'm good. Just trying to stay healthy and stay busy and out of trouble.
1: Yes. For those that are not aware, don't know, or don't remember, or you were even there, uh, Garrett came and spoke at our fall retreat this past year, and so there is definitely going to be people that look at him and go, "Oh, that's that's who that is," and (laughs) even ask about him um i bet you josh little will i i meant to tell josh about this i'm
4: ready for another one bro
1: yeah we'll have another one soon when we can like when it's legal (laughs) legal um so what we're doing tonight is we are doing one minute devos so it's the first thing that pops in your mind maybe you probably have a couple devos in your head already Mm -hmm. um that you keep in the back of your mind but it's one minute devos um, so completely spontaneous, completely, whatever we want to know, what, what God's speaking in this moment is what I've been, um, cause at this point, all you need is the word. So you think you got it?
4: I think I got one.
1: <clears throat> okay.
4: All right, do it. So I love sneakers. And when you asked me to do a Devo, this is the most recent one that the Lord's been speaking to me because a lot of times in our times of isolation, um, you can get close to God. And when you get close to God, the devil begins to fight you. So one of the things that I've been dealing with in this season is unworthiness mm-hmm. um, and like just attacked from the enemy and not, not saying like, I feel depressed and all, but I feel attacked. Um, and the other day, uh, the Lord spoke to me and reminded me of a pair of sneakers that I have in my closet. So these are the Kobe prototypes. They're not the original ones. they're the second one's made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought these last year for my birthday. I love sneakers, y'all bought these last year for my birthday. I spent $165 on them. And uh, some people thought I was crazy. Like, Why would you spend that much money on shoes? Well, to me, I love them and they were worth that. And um, of course, we all know that Kobe passed away this year. So last year when I spent $165 on, I did not expect them to be worth more than $200. Um, but I looked after Kobe passed away and these shoes brand new, which I've only worn them one time. Like they they still love Britney. These shoes brand new are worth
1: $700.
4: Dang. And, and I kind of got excited about that. Of course, I'm not going to sell them cause they're my babies. Um, but, but what that speaks to me, the Bible says that we were bought at a price that our bodies are not our own and that we were bought at a price. And so what that tells me is God thought that you were worth so much. He didn't care what other people said. He didn't care how people looked at you and said, Oh, they're not worthy enough. They don't deserve it. God said, "I don't care. They're worth this much." And He sent His Son to die on the cross for us. And so God looks at you like I look at these Kobe's. They're they're not valuable. They may not be valuable to anybody else, but to me, they were worth paying that price. And now I'm like, look what look what y'all y'all thought I was crazy. Y'all <laughs> thought I was insane, but they're actually worth more than y'all thought they were. And that's what God thinks about us.
1: That's true when. What I was thinking about when you said that, what my devotion would be connected to that is people may say you're on the clearance rack, but you're limited edition.
4: Come on. (laughs) Come on. One of a kind.
1: You're one of a kind. You is that limited edition.
4: Beautiful and wonderfully made.
1: You were not made for that 40% off rack. That's right. you
4: You don't let nobody tell you that you're worth less than you are. Exactly. It don't matter what you've done. It don't matter what you see. These shoes, I'm sure... The reason why they're worth so much because they ain't been through nothing. But that's what the blood is for. Exactly. Because no matter what we've been through, the blood will wash us and make us as clean as this sneaker right here.
1: Yeah, you're right. I wish
4: I had some help, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this digital stuff. I wish I had some people going, amen, brother Garrett.
1: <laughs> yeah, amen. Exactly. We'll get there soon. Anyway, that's a good, I like that. That's a good, that's a good word. To remember your worth, to remember you're worth more than what people say. You're worth more than what you say. You more, right. work more than what you believe about yourself, and that's something I think we fall into that trap and that trick so often that we end up believing that we are not worth even remotely of we we don't think we're worth even remotely of what we paid on clearance. But but that's God, right. said, you know what? And and God, He'd pay that eight hundred bucks. He'd pay that seven eight hundred bucks to buy you. And wouldn't
4: even think twice about it.
1: Think about because he knows it's going to be worth more in the long run. That's right. Um, That's a good word. Thank you for joining us tonight. I really appreciate having me, bro. That That was a good one-minute diva. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I was like, "Well, Garrett's got something. Garrett's got something," and he's going to preach me out tonight. So I'm going (laughs) to.
4: You know, it's the Lord when it's something that good. I couldn't come up with that by myself.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on tonight. We really do appreciate you.
4: Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. I love you. Love you too. We'll catch you later, man. All right.
1: Thank you, Gary, for sharing your heart. And I love a good preacher that can share some testimony about God's faithfulness over shoes. So if you have any Jordans that you're not wearing, please just send them to Livonia, Georgia. We'll appreciate it. But I just want to encourage you before we sign off tonight, and I want to give you maybe my one-minute devotion. What God has been speaking to my life, and as I've really been thinking about this, this time in, in quarantine and, and really who we are as a church, I'm reflected that we are called to be people that go, and we are called to be people to, to live lives that are intentionally living and acting out the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and one example that I have, and one example that it's always highlighted to me, is in John chapter 4. If you, if you begin, begin seeing at the very top of John chapter 4, it says Jesus talks with the Samaritan woman. And what we know about Samaritans is that they're partial Jews and they're partial Gentiles. They're, they're the social outcasts. And normally everyone avoids them. But our, our text tonight, and I, I encourage you to go back and to read it, it says that Jesus had a need and felt inside of him to go through Samaria, well, if you really know anything about Samaria, everyone takes a little bit of a detour. But Jesus felt a need with inside of him to be able to to go and venture through no man's land. And it also says, it also reveals a little bit about Jesus' humanity. It says that Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down by the well. And you see, what this speaks to me is that A lot of times when we're journeying and when we feel that unction of the Holy Spirit to continue to walk or to go and do something, it may not make sense. It may be completely out of the norm. But when God tells us to go and do something, he has a purpose. And at times we get weary. Sometimes it's really exhausting to to continue to walk in God's path. But in Jesus' tiredness, he lands at the perfect place and he meets a Samaritan woman who is there at noontime, which is not the time that you normally go and get get, from, get water from the well. Why was she there? We, we later see that Jesus calls her out for having multiple husbands, and the husband she's with right now is not actually her husband. But Jesus, in the midst of it, is meeting this woman that is a social outcast of all the social outcasts. She comes to this well when no one's there. Why? Maybe to avoid the looks. Maybe to avoid the, the comments and the glares of everyone else that has sinned yet doesn't want to acknowledge it. And what this challenges me is that even in our exhaustion, Jesus engages. Jesus sensed the provision and the leading of the Holy Spirit to walk to where he was to meet this woman at the well. Probably the most filthiest woman in the whole Samaria area. Maybe she's the, the outcast. Maybe she's the mock of the town. But Jesus, led by the Holy Spirit, even when he's tired, is led to the perfect place. And this woman's life is changed forever. No longer is she going and searching for physical waters, but now she has an eternal an eternal well of living water with inside of her. And I want you to make this practical. There are moments that we feel God shifting our path, that we were going one way, and it was even normal to go that way, but the Lord just nudges us and says, I want you to go that way, and we feel this unction and this need. I believe that this is called the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is the leading of the Holy Spirit to tell us, to take us out of our normal pathway and to lead us to another destination. And in it, we don't know why, we don't know where we're going, and sometimes we get tired. And the moment we stop is the moment that our destiny and our purpose for the journey meets us. And it's through our exhaustion that we are called to still engage. And it is in that moment of shifting our path, following the leading of the Holy Spirit, that we get to release his purpose and his destiny and his spirit, and that people get changed and transformed. So I want to challenge you, as we go on about the rest of our week, allow the Holy Spirit to nudge your heart, to move you over and and to shift your path. And then even if you're tired, worn out, spiritually tired, physically tired, emotionally tired, mentally tired, mentally tired, I promise you, I feel like I'm all of the above but let that be the moment where provision meets purpose and destiny and lives are changed. I love you guys. I miss you. I can't wait to see you and to do life and community in person with you guys again. I'm humbled to walk with you. I'm humbled to do life with you. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you I love each and every one of you, and I believe God's best is yet to come for your life. Keep holding on, keep hunkering down, hunker downers, and let the Lord renew your heart, prick your spirit, create a need inside you that you didn't really have, and let's fulfill his purpose. I love you guys. Can't wait to see you next week.